I mean, this is incredible. We have the Supreme Court, of course, looking at the Colorado case because Colorado kicked them off the ballot, remember? And they're reviewing that. Then we also have Maine that kicked them off the ballot. That is not being reviewed because it's essentially the same case as Colorado. But now let's do a trifecta uh, because Illinois, a judge there, has kicked Trump off of the ballot, removed him from the primary ballot in Illinois. I mean, this is just unbelievable. And it's an Illinois judge who sort of single-handedly decided to do this. A Democrat, what a surprise. And she is citing again the 14th Amendment, the Insurrection Clause. Now, he's never been charged with insurrection, so that is preposterous. But again, this is sort of the whole Hail Mary. And this comes as also Hunter Biden today was finally on Capitol Hill, finally testified behind closed doors. We're going to talk about a very defiant Hunter Biden also later on in the show. But Trump got some good news today. And this was really interesting because the Supreme Court has now decided that it will hear the Trump immunity case. That is a really big deal. That means that the highest court in the land will hear oral arguments. It's going to be in April about his claims of presidential immunity, that he was covered under presidential immunity because these acts happened in his presidential capacity while he was in the Oval Office, still president of the United States. And President Donald Trump all along has said, tied to January 6th, that he was looking for election integrity, that it's his responsibility as a president to make sure that elections are free and fair. If you look on the classified documents case, because it extends to that too in Florida, that's another big federal case. He's saying, listen, I had the right to have these documents, Presidential Records Act. It was an act, an immunity that I should be covered with because I was allowed to have it, unlike Joe Biden, who wasn't allowed to have these documents because most of them came when he was vice president or even senator. I mean, so there's a lot of interesting arguments here. And I think it's great news that the Supreme Court is going to be hearing the arguments. It also means that all these cases that Jack Smith was trying to fast track. Remember, he was trying to fast track the January 6th case. He wanted to get that in right away. Then he also wanted the classified documents case in Florida. That's the Mar-a-Lago pre-dawn raid case, you know. Uh, And again, what a difference that is than the way it was handled with President Joe Biden, who was too elderly and senile, essentially, is what that special counsel said, why he didn't go after him. But they're still going after Trump. Now, that case may also get delayed. And that's the interesting nugget, because with all of these pieces, every time there's a hearing, they obviously put things on pause Then they will have to hear these oral arguments. Then the Supreme Court will decide. The Supreme Court is saying that they would probably make a decision sometime in June, likely. But again, wouldn't hear arguments now until the end of April. So all of these things delay all the cases. And remember, they sort of had in their mind, okay, we're going to do this one. We're going to do that one. The next one up on deck is the Alvin Bragg case. That's the hush money case, not the civil fraud trial case. That one looks like it's going full steam ahead. But that one is one of the weakest ones of all the different cases. I mean, I think a lot of these are all total pylons and crazy. 
I mean, they're all, I think, un-American. But that one really, really takes the cake. And so in that particular case, we know that that one will go forward. But that doesn't really deal with presidential immunity, per se. But as this news broke today, and it broke uh, during Cats and Cosby earlier today, the show that I love hosting with the great John Katsimatidis. And so during the show, right before the show, the big news broke. And here is former Trump attorney David Schoen reacting to the news. I think it absolutely has to delay it. I think the case also has to be delayed because the obstruction statute is still under review by the United States Supreme Court. There's no possible way to map out a defense till we know the parameters of that statute and we know exactly what the immunity decision is going to say. Because remember, the D.C. Circuit wrote a pretty comprehensive opinion, but clearly the United States Supreme Court wasn't satisfied with that. And so they granted cert here. They didn't have to. They were fully satisfied with that. And this will definitely delay things as they look at the issues and as they evaluate what this is. And boy, this was a big, big win. And if you looked at like MSNBC and CNN when the news broke, it looked like they were in a morgue. They were like, oh, 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 oh this looks like it's going to delay these things. And then, of course, it pushes all these cases now potentially if they are to even happen before the election. They would set a date and we're talking about in summer. So then you're really right on the heels of an election. You could already make the case that it's clearly election interference, that it's un-American, all these pylons of all these cases that are happening, especially going up against the leading opponent to the sitting president of the United States. But in addition to that, it's getting now so much closer to Election Day. It really is a big, big pylon. And then it certainly is even closer to election interference. What are you going to do uh, the day before the election? Have his first day in the trial? Or right while he's in the middle of the Republican National Convention accepting the nomination, which looks like he's clearly on the path to do? Or what are you going to do during debates? I mean, this is just crazy. It is ludicrous. And boy, is there a lot for President Trump to run on, as we were talking about in the last hour These cases of migrant crime are getting worse and worse and worse. And sadly, the poster case is this case in Georgia. And today, we still have not heard President Biden say her name. Her name is Lakin Riley. And we have yet to hear him even acknowledge the issue of migrant crime. Because it's just like fentanyl. The minute you start talking about it, he's going to have to go back to the open borders. And he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to draw any attention to his wide open border policies that are not vetting people as they are coming through. There's a few people that would qualify, probably a single percentage of the millions that are coming through that definitely maybe qualify for asylum. They're good people. They're coming here for legitimate reasons. That's different. But you don't vet them. You don't know who's good and who's bad. And it's pretty easy when you got suddenly 10 million people coming into the country that some of them are going to have long rap sheets that you will maybe never know about, or maybe you will, and you'll still let them back out on the streets, as is the case, sadly, in this University of Georgia. Brutal, horrible murder. And today, here was President Biden, fresh off his physical, which we'll get into later on in the show, because they didn't do a mental competency exam. They said no need for that. That guy is spry as spry could be. But President Biden, he actually sat there and he comes out and I couldn't believe he did this. And he said, everything's fine. Crime is fine. And I'm the guy who's the I'm the law and order president, basically. Listen to this one. 
Last year, the United States had one of the lowest rates of all violent crime, of all violent crimes in more than 50 years. Murder, rape, murder, rape, aggravated assault, robbery all dropped sharply, along with burglary, property crime and theft. And it matters. As president, public safety, public safety and crime reduction is a top priority for my administration and for me. And it has been for a long time back when I was chairman of the Judiciary Committee. Yeah, first of all, he couldn't even get through his words there, as you just heard. And second of all, is there anybody out there who thinks that this guy is John Wayne uh, protecting the streets or Clint Eastwood or something out there? That ain't happening.